Okay, good morning, everyone. Very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan uh, session live, brought to you by the live trade room. Uh, now, today is Tuesday, the 1st of March. So um, we were able to close out the month yesterday, of course. And uh, now we've got very, very interesting market conditions to have to contend with. And um, we're going to sort of almost separate a little bit the, the fundamentals, which are, to be fair, that they're broadly quite mixed um, and have a look, have a little bit more of a focus on. And the problem with these market fundamentals is they're likely to be quite turbulent, quite indecisive, um, and uh, uh, and this, the same can be said for the sentiment. There's a real sort of air of kind of um, uh, the unknown behind these markets as things currently stand. There's a lot of talk about whether this crisis really truly does have a, a, an impact on inflation or whether it doesn't have an impact on inflation. And when we're talking about the financial markets, that's a much bigger question than I suppose the impact that you know a Russian uh, war with Ukraine will have on on markets like the US. So it's really the the impact that it has on inflation. And the reality is, no one really knows. And, and that's unfortunately the situation that we're at. Things can change very very quickly. Um, we can have um, uh, Putin in Russia basically um, looking to. Uh, to target oil to as a, as as retribution um, and um, can do a lot in that kind of space. They've sort of taken up about 17, 18% of, of global oil markets. So they're a significant player, hard to be hard for that to be replaced, certainly in the short and medium term, um, very hard for that to be replaced uh, quickly. So there will be uh, negative impacts of that. Um, so the whole point behind this session is to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So without further ado, let's get straight into it then. Um, we'll start with our risk warning. Please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Um, those of you attending live, um, good morning uh, and very, very welcome. And also those of you attending us, uh, attending this uh, through one of our po podcasts. Um, then you're um, very welcome to join us also. Good to have you with us. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. So just as a quick introduction, um, all profitable traders need to make some very real, real-time decisions regarding which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important consideration, um, you know, day per day. Uh, we do have some traders that do like to just focus on one or two markets. That's all well and good, but what you're likely to do under situations like that is if they go through a quiet period for prolonged extended periods, um, you're missing massive opportunities elsewhere. So if you can trade a financial market and if you can identify what's going on in a chart and you can have a basic understanding of market fundamentals and sentiment, um, then there's no reason why you can't trade any particular market anywhere. Um, markets like your cryptocurrencies are just highly volatile, highly speculative, a bit more of a, a casino type um, trading environment so that's not quite for us but you know um, where we're looking at some of the most liquid major markets in the world from from your um, your global indices like your US uh, markets um, to, to the like uh, the S&P the Dow Jones the Nasdaq the FTSE the DAX um, so we we just focus on those major major markets um, the US dollar is, is a major player so is the yen 
uh, in these markets as well. So we are very um, open to moves across these different types of market conditions. Uh, and then, of course, our commodities as well. So we're watching, um, well, we're watching gold and oil very, very carefully at the moment. Um, again, the, the market fundamentals are a little bit unclear uh, and there's a bit of indecision there. We're, we're getting grinding price action, but nothing purposeful, which is a bit strange because you would expect um, you would expect oil to be flying higher. Um, I suppose the, the concern is whether we'll get the strategic um, oil reserve globally, you know, kicking into play to try and make up for perhaps the deficit on the Russian side if they do decide to pull the plug on um, supplying uh, oil and gas. So once you've made a very difficult decision often in terms of which markets to trade, um, where do you then enter those markets? Where do you want to exit those markets? Um, how do you manage risk uh, prior to entry? Hopefully, hopefully you're all now um, pricing your um, your exposure to these markets prior to entry. Try to avoid that temptation to to move stop losses once you're in the trade. Because all you're doing is increasing or decreasing um, your your exposure. Um, mitigate risk by all means, um, but in terms of increasing your exposure, try to avoid doing that if you can. Um, managing each trade, uh, depending on your approach, of course, that can vary quite a lot, um, but you do need to consider, I suppose, your, your strategy and the way in which you navigate these financial markets. And trading psychology, uh, emotions are so profoundly important. Um, there was significant selling across these markets on Thursday. The, the, the sentiment was very, very negative. The psychology of these markets were very, very bearish. Um, but then that shifted pretty quickly. Um, and there was out and out buying and they started to, to take on the sellers and actually perform, uh, perform really, really well. So even depending on which side of those trades you're on, um, you would have had moments of, of kind of joy in those trades. Thursday afternoon, we were we were doing very, very well in a, in a series of trades, um, up a significant percentage in our account. Uh, and then as the day unwound, you know, a lot of those positions started to reverse really, really quickly. Broke even on some, took a, sm a couple of small losses on the others, but the psychology completely shifted. And uh, so that's that's an important aspect to these markets. And, and, and your own psychology as well, not just market psychology, uh, are all important. Um, so that's what this live trading is to do, is to sort of assist you with these trade selection, entry, exits, you know, risk management. And, and our live trade rooms every day, we're trading live um, for, for the majority of the US and, and European session. Um, so you're very welcome to join us. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. If we chop and change our approach all the time, um, uh, we want flexibility in our approach, but we don't want to be chucking everything we do in the bin and, and starting from scratch. So looking for the right trades in the right times um, is still very important. Discipline with our capital. So um, those of you that have been trading with us the last few days, the trades we have got into, we've reduced down the risk really quite considerably. So we're sort of trading half the normal size at the moment and often working with slightly bigger stop losses and being patient as well. Okay, so let's start with a review of these potential market moving news. So um, 
So in terms of the data points, yesterday we had nothing of any significant concern to, to deal with when we're trading these markets. Um, overnight, we, we heard from the RBA, uh, we heard their statement be released um, and very much on the tentative side. Um, and I suppose no major surprise. And really, I suppose the question now becomes as to whether the Fed now take a bit of a pause and a breather. Um, they, they, they desperately need to, uh, with the inflation story, need to increase interest rates. I, I don't think anyone disagrees with that. But the question is, will they and will they do it at a pace fast enough to actually start dealing with the inflation story in the US? That's the big question. Um, I suppose there's there's pros and cons to that argument. So um, the RBA kept their rates um, very much at, at 0 0.1. In terms of the rest of the trading day, not a huge amount to deal with. Tomorrow's quite a significant day. Um, we've got a monthly uh, GDP numbers um, from the Canadian economy, very much at zero. Uh, ISM manufacturing uh, is quite positive in the US and has been, but sort of pretty stable around at 57, 58. Anything above 50 represents growth. So we're in uh, good territory as far as manufacturing in the US is concerned. And it's really all about tomorrow, guys. So we've got GDP numbers, uh, actually quite positive GDP numbers for the uh, Australian economy. We've got OPEC, JMMC, going to be a fascinating day. Uh, for, for oil markets, um, potentially very, very turbulent. We'll see how the Saudi Arabia respond to um, the, 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 the crisis, what statements are made, uh, and what fundamentally happens to supply, um, uh, to the oil supply. That will determine the direction in which these markets move. So we want to bear that in mind today that if we do get into any oil trades, it might be quite short-lived. We've got ADP numbers tomorrow. We've got... Um, an, we kind of finished with the important um, uh, Jerome Powell testifying at 3 p.m. UK time. And we can also expect a 25 basis point move uh, from the BOC tomorrow, um, impacting the Canadian dollar. So um, uh, tomorrow is a very, very important day. So let's look into these markets because we were saying, um, you know, it's, it's really hard to kind of work with market fundamentals at the moment because they're so upside down. Um, so we can just look for those technical opportunities and, and trade these markets technically now and, and look to go with the prevailing trend. So we've, we've mentioned a few times, like we don't mind whether these markets push higher or push lower. Uh, our, our bias up till now has been um, to look for some selling opportunities, but they've been few and far between. Uh, as these markets continue to rally. So these are sort of bearish rallies that we're looking at. So the overall trend is to the downside, but we're getting these sort of secondary trend pullback trading opportunities, but with significant volatility to the upside. Yesterday, we were looking for markets to close, close the gap and, uh, and look for momentum trades um, back to the downside for the euro dollar, the Aussie dollar, the New Zealand dollar. Um, clearly not getting those opportunities at all. And now we're making new highs again. So um, if we start with risk then, and we'll try and put put together this, this trade plan. Um, 
So if we just take uh, yesterday's high, it's very much in line with the previous day's high. We were looking for, see if we'd get a little bit of um, reversal price action uh, around that particular level. And we are now trading above it. So we're running into uh, a lot of potential levels of resistance, but this is the pullback phase uh, in a, a more broader, longer term down downtrend. So we can certainly probably expect some short term upside uh, in the S&P. So mild risk on is what is what it's certainly looking like at the moment. Let's have a look at the rest. Um, we've, we've closed the gap firmly. So that was a concern of ours yesterday. Would these markets close the gap? And the answer is yes. Yes, they would. Now they've ex they've extended their moves above those gaps. So really quite, I suppose, quite quite bullish in, in, in nature, these markets. Um, so the US indices, we could look for those to push higher. Um, the FTSE, you can see that the nature of these gaps in these markets, they're, they're pretty, pretty extreme. Um, and we've gapped lower, sorry, we, we gapped lower yesterday, drifted pretty much sideways, and now we've gapped higher. So mild optimism, perhaps same situation with the DAX, gapped lower uh, during the close, and then we've now gapped higher uh, today. Um, Bitcoin is probably seeing the biggest, um, sort of most clear cut move probably in yesterday's markets, and um, the rest were pretty much focusing on kind of closing their, their, their gaps to the downside. So we're now up at 43,000. So that's an interesting move. Um, a break above, just those of you that are interested in Bitcoin, breaking above uh, 45,823. That, that little momentum high is a structural failure trade to the upside. So at that point, if we can get up to that level, we could be forgiven for turning a little bit more bullish on markets like Bitcoin, um, but it's got a lot of work to do. So we'll see if we can get up to those levels. So mild positivity across the indices space. Let's see where that leaves um, the dollar. Um, you can see that we gapped significantly to the downside. We were very interested in this market closing that gap. We've, Okay, we're a little bit off, but we've pretty much closed the gap. Um, not technically, but virtually. Um, so again, it's looking quite bullish. It's, it's getting a strong bounce off these lows. So for now, we can look at dollar weakness um, across the board. Um, and you can see that there is mild appetite for, for dollar weakness. And this is the first day of the trading month as well, so it can often present some some new and, and fresh opportunities. Um, looking at the, the dollar yen, um, a little bit more bearish to the downside, as you can see. So that dollar that dollar weakness trade is prevailing. Uh, the dollar Swiss is, yesterday we saw a really, really strong move to the downside again. So in between periods of, of inactivity and kind of up and down choppy price action, we're getting really strong momentum moves um, we're getting those again so it's really dollar weakness uh, mild indices strength the dollar cad 
maintaining its move, but you can see we're in a, a really strong prolonged period of sideways moving markets between the 2770 and the 2660. So we've got a 110 pip range uh, since uh, probably mid mid January. So uh, that's um, we need to see a breakout of those markets. So the Aussie is pushing higher. So we're getting we've got a double bottom down here in November and again in January. Uh, we've got a high in uh, early January, um, and that's that's the price at which this market becomes uh, the, the 73.22. This is when this market can become actually quite bullish. So it's a W formation. Those of you that are familiar with your technical analysis um, can, can probably see that. We're just below those potential levels of um, resistance at those highs. So, um, so keep an eye out for the monthly high in this market. Uh, similar kind of setup really with the... Um, it's not as clear cut perhaps as the Aussie dollar um we've got this little structural failure high in here at 6810 um we're just below that level the we're at the 60 6780 level currently so we're only 20 30 pips away from from those breakout trades for further upside in markets like the new zealand dollar so again we're just focusing on the dollar weakness trade we're going to step back from the the euro, euro pound um and the euro yen there's unfortunately there's kind of a lack of clarity around these lows on the daily time frame the pound yen and you can see it on the you can see the consolidation in in real time uh, if you look at it on the 15 minute chart this is the pound yen trade looking at it on the daily it's just it's just the indecision over the last two or three days so again we've probably got and again, it's not no major surprise really to see the the yen and some of your safe havens. Uh, again, gold would be another one um, where we just these markets are they're a bit indecisive. They're not really and indecisive is probably the, the correct word for these markets currently. Um, oil, when you when you look deeply at what's happening with Russia and the impact and the control that they have over the supply of of oil and gas is more than concerning but the but the price action has been really quite conservative so that's not um and even yesterday we got a strong flush trade to the downs i know this was the close sorry this was the uh the open uh sunday night um we, we attempted to close the gap and we were unable to do so but you can see this the, the nature of this market on a, on a on an hourly time frame it's broadly sideways moving and on the daily We've had even the day in which we had a really strong bullish trend up to the hundred dollar level, pretty much bounced off the hundred dollar level. We had a, a pretty major reversal back down to eighty nine dollars. So that's a very very strong rejection. Um, and then we sort of gapped up and we sort of drifted slow. And like it's just a lack of clarity, isn't it? So perhaps we we'd be a little bit more patient with oil um, and see what we get from from OPEC and JMMC. So it's going to be interested to hear on the Russian side and also on the Saudi Arabia side. Will will the US put pressure on Saudi Arabia to... There's a lot of um, arms contracts between the US and Saudis, um, you know, worth billions. I think Trump famously sort of posed with a check, I think, for I don't know, six billion or something crazy. 
um, to supply arms to Saudi Arabia. So there's a, there's a close connection. Um, Biden did ask OPEC uh, six, eight weeks ago if they would intervene and uh, cut supply. Um, sorry, increase supply, should I say, uh, into the oil markets. And they basically said, said no, inflation and your economy has nothing to do with OPEC. So that's interesting. Now we've got the extra dynamic of Russia involved in, in the situation. Um, the US could really apply pressure and say, right, well, are, are you kind of with us or are you, are you with Russia? You know, make your decision. Um, and there could be consequences for the Saudi economy and things like that if the US are, are that bullish. Uh, and we just need to wait and see whether they will be or not. Um, okay, so gold, again, a bit surprising. You'd expect with the inflation story, you'd expect a bit of further upside. So the oil and gold markets are quite good indicators to sort of um, describe these markets. And indecision and sideways moving and mixed is probably not a bad bad way to describe these markets. So really our trade plan is going to be mild um, mild US indice strength and <clears throat> very much mild um, uh, perhaps dollar weakness across the board. So yesterday's trade plan currently up on screen still maintained its sort of mixed market condition due to market gaps over the weekend. And the first sort of trade idea was about closing the gap. Um, so we were looking at Euro dollar, Aussie dollar, New Zealand dollar, um, which all basically closed that gap yesterday. Um, however, then our approach was really looking for the momentum trade to the downside uh, in risk off markets. And we haven't seen that yet. So will that, will that be the case? Um, not so sure. Again, it is quite important to be selective. It is quite unusual trading times and trading conditions at the moment. So um, that can I can appreciate can be a bit of a tough one to navigate. Uh, so for example, the Aussie dollar and the New Zealand dollar for, for momentum to the upside might be slightly better positioned than perhaps many of these other trades. Uh, and show urgency in taking profit. Now, um, that's of course a lot easier said than done um, so what we'll do is we'll just now we've closed those gaps in those markets um, so we're looking for mild indice strength and mild US dollar weakness and in terms of our fundamental understanding of these markets a mixed stroke indecisive market conditions uh, as indicated if if you look at oil and gold it's kind of a good parameter to, to sort of see where we're at So elsewhere, we're getting sort of mild indice strength. So will we get some more strength? That's a big question. And mild dollar weakness as well. And then that, that if you get into these trades and you can make a bit of profit, you know, do look to book, book in profit whenever you get that opportunity to do it. So um, I'll let you guys go. We're going to start our trade, trade room now in just a couple of seconds. Well, in about a minute's time. So if you want to join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. There's your trade plan currently up on the screen, guys. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it.
Um, listen, take care. We'll be uh, we'll be over in the other trade room now uh, in just a few seconds. So, any questions? Feel free to post them, and we can always respond to you um, uh, beyond broadcast as well. So, continue to put those questions in if you have. So, look, thanks very much for joining us here at the live trade room. Uh, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every single day, so it's a good training ground for you to kind of pick up the basics. Uh, we can always fill in the gaps for any questions that you might have about these markets. And for us, trading is all about live um, uh, assessing of markets and uh, and decision making on a, on a on a consistent and regular basis. That's what trading is in terms of learning the skill. Now, in addition to if you become a member of the live trade room, and you can do so now for just twenty nine dollars per calendar month, and we've got a wealth of education. We've got about fifty hours of education, uh, four different um, trading courses. Uh, and we do trade these markets fully live every single day. Um, we trade U Euro European Open at 8 a.m. And again, um, we take a little break for a couple of hours and come back for the U.S. trading session uh, at 12.30. So uh, for more information, just go to our, our website, thelivetradium.com, uh, and we'll be able to um, answer any questions there. We have a chat function if you do want to speak with any one of us. And we will show, um, we shall see you over in the trade room. So my pleasure, guys. Listen, take care. We'll, see, we'll be back again tomorrow for the same session. So for everyone here at the live trade room, bye for now.